0: Hey girls, welcome to our new podcast with her. My name is Holly, and we have a guest speaker today. Her name is Susie. Say hi. Hi, ladies. I'm super excited to have her on the air tonight. Um, just a little brief uh, about her. She has an incredible story with um, being in the foster care, and recently we decided to turn um, her ministry about two months ago into a nonprofit which will then support girls who get out of the foster care system at age 18 in the state of California. So that is like our whole vision is to um, help support girls, raise them up with housing, education, and resources. And um, Susie recently became one of my good friends the past couple months and she actually was um, in the foster care system growing up. And this is like super exciting to hear because you're actually the first person to like share your story on her. So welcome. Thank so you. if you want to kind of tell the girls like who you are and just kind of like how we met in a little summary and then we can kind of get started.
1: All right. Well, I'm 24 and I'm a single mom and I actually met Holly um through Instagram. So I heard her on another podcast and I was really I'm um, just like really intrigued by her story and everything, so I started following her. And then um, we ended up just wanting to meet up at church one day. It just went on from
0: there. I know. I, I remember you following me because we had, like, mutual friends. And that was when I was transitioning to a new church. And I was like, man, I don't know anybody at this church. And you were, like, the one girl. And I'm like, perfect. She's my age. Like meet me let's sit together let's hang out and it's been super cool because I think the first time we hung out like you kind of shared a little bit of your story yeah. and that's right when I was thinking about turning her into a non so like your story linking up with the vision of her was just like it was just such a god thing and so I'm so thankful for you and I'm so excited to hear your story Thank you. yeah. so she um, she kind of is going to share with us um, kind of like three main points like growing up And then how she met God in the middle of it and kind of who she is today. So I guess my first question is, tell us like a little bit um, of the beginning stage of how you kind of grew up and what you last remember of going into the foster care system and what it was like as like a little girl.
1: So um, unfortunately, my parents were um, addicted to drugs for a huge portion of my life. Um, And so that ended up us being you know me and my siblings being put into foster care which was just it's super devastating and i think at that point you just you start questioning like why is this happening to you and everything um it was super scary because the first time that we went in we went in with this lady um didn't know who she was um she seemed like a super nice lady too but you know throughout the months that we were there um I feel like she, she, she didn't really care for us that well. Mm -hmm. She was kind of like mentally like abusive to us and everything like that. Um,
0: Like almost like y'all were just kind of like the next kids. Yeah, exactly. So
1: that was really devastating too, because at that point it was me and my sister and my brother, but we were really just taking care of each other. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of a parent being in the home or anything like that. Um, But, I mean, that lasted a few months. And then we went back with our parents. But it just happened multiple times that we had got taken away and everything. So, you know, being a kid, like, I thought we were being punished for some reason. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I just felt like I didn't know why this was happening. Like, what were we doing wrong just to live this crazy life? So, um... Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I remember
0: you telling me stories, too, like, a couple months ago when we were sitting on that couch at church, how, like, she would make you do the craziest things, like, random chores or just crazy things, and you couldn't understand, like, you felt, you didn't feel like a kid, you felt like the slave. Yeah, so we, like,
1: I remember one spring break, instead of going out and being a kid, we were literally scrubbing the walls and the ceilings of her house. Oh Um, my gosh. And, you know, we... (laughs) We were kids, and we would be the ones, you know, to make dinner. Um, I have a twin sister, and we would be the ones to make sure my brother was bathed, and he Mm -hmm. brushed his
0: teeth, and he went to bed on time. Um, So basically, you were taking care of, like, the home stuff and the needs. Had to be met by all, really. Yeah, that's
1: exactly what
0: what I was doing. Um, And, you know, that just kind of went on
1: for a huge portion of my life because... um, you know even as a teenager we we moved in with um you know my parents weren't there you know still and we moved in with family but it was kind of the same thing like we were just for ourselves but you know as a teenager I had two baby sisters that were pretty much you know my mom had these you know my twin sisters and but they were my kids after that Mm -hmm. I raised them up until they're about six six years old
0: Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So how old were you during this time frame, the beginning that you got into this home and then out of it? So
1: um, I was in foster care from about, I want to say, eight years old. You know, and that ended when I was like 11. But then it happened again, you know, a year. Different family? Yeah, different family, you know, from like 13
0: to the age 16 until I decided to leave. Gotcha. Because you're normally in there till legally 18, depending on your parents' situation or where you're at. Um, Share with us, what is like one story, I guess, if you could backtrack from being in the foster care system, what is one story that you just remember being so broken? Like a situation, um, what is, if you could go back to one moment and you're like, that really wrecked me.
1: I would say it was when um my baby sisters were old enough to realize that you know mom and dad weren't there and they would question me and like I ha- I didn't have a good answer for them. Mhm. You know, I I couldn't say oh, you know, they're Working or they're busy. Like I literally just didn't have an answer. But then that opened my eyes because I felt like I was so numb to everything for a long time. Mm -hmm. I had like that it just
0: became normal.
1: Yeah, so it was totally normal to me, just because I had you know that was a huge part of my life at that point. But to them, they're these these babies and they don't understand what's going on or why it's happening. But that, I will never forget, that hit me the hardest. It's like, why are we going through this?
0: Mm-hmm. And you not know? even knowing the answers. Yeah,
1: and then you, you know, I start to ask the same thing, like, what, what's going on? Like, what did I do? Like, mm-hmm. why am I
0: here? Gotcha. And not having healthy parents didn't help the situation to know your answers, you know? Yeah. So, <clears throat> so going through foster care system, different families with your siblings from age 8 to 16, um... With, explain us or share with us your story of like how you got out and like how you how you met God through this whole situation so
1: through the you know through most of my life like I knew about God Um, we didn't go to church or anything but my parents you know when we were with them they would tell us to pray or even my um foster mom you know would pray with us and everything or Um, and I would pray, but I didn't really know God that well. Or, like, what you were
0: doing, yeah.
1: Yeah, so, and I wasn't too sure, you know, what it was about. We never went to church or anything like that. Um, but, you know, I just, and, you know, I was just angry, too, at some point, because I would pray and be like, God, why? Like, why am I going through this? Like, Mm -hmm. why aren't you helping? Like, I just remember begging God, like, please, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I just, I want this all to stop, and I want to have a normal life, um so you know that went on for years and years and when I was 16 I actually um, decided to leave um, the home by myself and that's and I kind of just left on my own Um, and I started taking care of myself which you know I've worked from 16 to you know now Mm -hmm. I supported myself I always had my own place you know, whether that was renting rooms or being with friends or a different family. But, um, and you know, like I said, I always, I knew there was a God and everything, but it didn't really hit me until about four years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually met somebody that um, was talking to me about God. And it was the first time that I was actually intrigued to hear about God. Mm-hmm. And I just remember listening to him. And he invited me to church. And I just remember, like, stepping into my church and, like, just feeling like, wow. Like safe. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. how I felt. It was so safe. So safe. So like safe. you actually belong somewhere. Exactly. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, is, is this what I've been missing out on my whole life? hmm So I kind of just took it upon myself to to learn more about God and to follow him. And I feel like that's just one of the best decisions of my life that I wish I would have, I would have found
0: a mm-hmm. lot earlier. So that was and you're going to share with us too, how you're a single mom, freaking rock star and your daughter's like <laughs> the cutest thing <laughs> in the world. Um, <clears throat> so when did you have her and like, when did all this come into place? So obviously I, you had her before you got saved. Mm-hmm. I
1: actually had my daughter, when I was seventeen, okay, um, which was a really scary. It was it was terrifying, you know. And I just remember me being a kid with the kid. Mhm. Just that was just such a crazy time. But I just knew at that point, like, you know what, being a kid's over. Like, I I have to be mm-hmm. be a mom. You know, even at that point though, I I would always pray and be like, God, please help me raise this kid. Like, Go I help, don't like know. help me make it. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. And, you know, I've made it this far, but, you know, we had a rough few years of our life. But, I mean, I feel like God's just, even though I wasn't, you know, all for Him, He was all for me the whole time. That's so good. Yeah, because I just couldn't imagine, you know, doing this without Him. You know, and things that I look back on, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this could have turned out so worse. But it's just like it's just amazing where i'm at now and i know i know now for a fact it was all him
0: mm-hmm. and it's almost like she's a gift she is she's because the journey me. that you went through <clears throat> like i see it through you like the journey that you went through actually being in the foster care system parents who are not really there unhealthy situation with family friends and then um you got a kid out of a situation that you're no longer in But at the same time, like, you have the privilege of being the incredible mom. And your daughter will never know what it's like to be in the foster care system. She'll never know what it's like um, to have an unhealthy mom. She'll never know what it's like to be um, raised by all these people. Because the journey that you walk through, God used all of that. And is going to, you know, everything the devil meant for harm, it says in the Bible, God turns around for good. So literally everything that you walk through... God's going to use that and your daughter will never know or ever have to experience the things that you walk through. So it's like, yeah, you look back and you're like, man, it was hard. But at the same time, like God, like, like you just said, like he was all for you when you weren't even for him. And your daughter now gets to walk the journey and not even know like anything that you walk through. And she gets a healthy mom. She gets healthy friends. It's just really cool to see like the outcome.
1: Yeah, you know, he definitely sent her to me, and she and she did save me. She saved me from myself, you know, because I just that was the point where I realized where I have to stop, you know, living this crazy life and be a mom and mm-hmm. you know have somebody to take care of. But yeah, that just it made me grow up a lot faster and realize that I want nothing but the best for her. Like I would never want her to go through what I went through, mm-hmm. and you know I continued to work on that, you know, even now, it's just, I want her to have her best life, and and I want her to know God, too, I feel like that's super important, that I didn't have as a kid, but she has, and it's Mm -hmm. crazy how she just grasps to that so, so much, like, Mm -hmm. she knows God so well, she's seven.
0: Yeah, that's so cool, because, like, your past, your normal, what you thought was normal, wasn't normal, it was unhealthy, but now she gets to live a life that's, Full of God and in church and rooted with healthy people and it's normal for her. Like that's exactly how. It so is, that's yeah. super cool. So kind of tell us. So you are so you were raised in the foster care system and then you had a daughter. She's now seven. She is amazing, by the way. <laughs> and even we worked in event. Me and Susie worked in event. What like two weeks ago, yeah. and her daughter came and totally like helped me drive the golf cart, <laughs> like lifted boxes, totally helped. The sweetest little girl and so confident in who she is. Like, oh yeah, she she, she knows who she is, and it's just cool to see just a little bit of your story and the legacy you're gonna leave for her. So tell us like what you do now and as a single mom and kind of your heart of where you wanna go in your life, um, and how you can encourage girls who are listening to her right now if they walk through foster care system or know friends that do, just kind of like leave us with something that you would, if you were in their shoes right now, what would you encourage them to do? I would encourage them to just keep pushing and to know
1: that there's hope, you know, and there's light at the end of the tunnel that, you know, and especially with God by your side, you can make it through anything. Mm -hmm. Just don't give up. I feel like I, I didn't hear that enough as, you know, In foster care and as a kid but it's so true because you know you you get out of that life and then you realize there's so much more that you can do for yourself and that God can do for you gotcha just keep pushing
0: that's good do you still um so kind of tell us now like you're now that you're out of it and you're a grown woman you have a kid um like do you still see your mom or like what is what is the outcome now with the whole family situation so, as far as my parents, um,
1: I'm actually super close with my dad. He's been sober for eight years now. That's awesome. Yeah. So, he's, a, he's an amazing guy regardless of, you know, whatever what happened. happened. Yeah. Yeah, he's such an amazing guy, and he supports me um, so much. And he's actually helped me with my daughter so much, too. You know, That's so cool. So supportive supportive. Um, my mom, you know, I don't see her too much, but... I wish her well, and I pray for her all the time,
0: you know, mm-hmm. like she gets better. Gotcha. So, yeah. That's so cool. Um, It's crazy, too, because I, I don't—I'm just now, like, on the journey of getting to know girls who were in the foster care system Um, just because we recently turned her into a non-profit, and I'm super thankful that you shared your heart and your story because you're actually our first. Mm-hmm. And so it's really cool because when girls tune in and listen to this podcast, they can, you know, girls that— listen like can relate to these things because you know everything that you walk through is going to be different than what I walk through and I think it's really cool that you share your heart with this because not a lot of people talk about it because I know for me I meet a lot of girls and I try to connect and bring them in to her and um, that's just my heart but I've recently met a couple girls who like have friends who are in the foster care system or actually were in it just for a little bit Um, and I've actually met a lot of guys too that were in it too but it's very hush hush Mm -hmm. and it's like you said earlier like it becomes the normal life especially when you're in the foster care system living with these families you don't know you're just like another kid and then it could be months and then boom you're gone into another family right so i think the whole vision for her is to bring these girls in and share their heart and know that even though they're in it they can realize and see what is healthy and what is not and what should be normal and what is not And so I met another girl, I'm going to say like a month ago, and she was in the foster care system for like like two years. It wasn't long, but basically her dad had raised her. Mom's just not in the picture. Dad raised her and kind of went crazy and kind of just threw her in. And she was already like a teenager, so like she already knew things. And so she was kind of sharing with me. She'll be on the podcast too in a couple weeks, and she was kind of sharing with me how she went from like normal life to just boom foster care system and learning that it it was weird for her but also like at the same time like all this just questions and not not a lot of people like just talk about it and it just becomes normal for girls but um that's like the whole vision for her is for girls to wherever wherever you are in life whether you're just a normal girl foster care system you know a single mom like you that that we find hope and know that God's just gonna walk us through it whatever season we're in you know right you sure will though that's the truth yeah and you don't I think I'm learning this still too and you know I feel like our relationship with God is you're never gonna be hit a destination like Your journey with God is a journey. You're never going to arrive. You're always on a journey. You're never going to arrive at one place and be like, boom, I I know everything about God. I'm the perfect person I should be. I've accomplished everything. No. You will never arrive. It's always a process. And so for me, in my walk, I'm learning like there's good seasons. There's bad seasons. There's seasons where you're just like what is going on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I I'm in a season right now where I'm just like God just keeps telling me like just be open like I'm about to bring these things just be open and I'm learning to just be open with people and learning that I don't know all the details of the future but know that God's good God's there and he's gonna walk us through it and I totally see that in your journey and what you've came yeah. out of through it all like I mean you're a single mom you are beautiful <laughs> Thank you. literally you take the you're best so- fitness <laughs> pictures on Instagram so I like get on you. I'm like oh, Susie is the best yoga pants <laughs> literally her abs like go follow her what is your Instagram name it's Susie Underscore period underscore Q. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Follow her, girls. <laughs> she literally is at the gym every night, has the best body for a single yeah. mom, and having a seven-year-old girl, like, it's crazy, and I, and she's single, so... <laughs> Yes, I just thank shouted you, you. <laughs> I just shouted you out. So all the girls who listen, if you know any good Christian men, Susie is available. And before she dates him, I will have to have coffee with him. Oh man. Because we gotta work on that. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for sharing your heart and it's just good to know people's story because I feel like we don't, you know, talk about this. It's 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 so true. It's something that, like you said, was
1: it was so hush hush but you know, you realize how much it could really help somebody in a sim a similar situation, and so that they could see like there's hope that mm-hmm. you can do so much more if you don't give up.
0: Yeah, well, that is so awesome. I love it. I'm so proud of you. Just Thank you. as a single mom and just as a girl for just keep pushing because that's literally what you did, and just to see. Just a small brief of your story, and now what your daughter gets to live, and the legacy you're to, and you're not even done yet. Like oh you no. think, <laughs> you think you've accomplished a lot, girl. You got a long way to go, and I'm excited to just be in your life and just like watch. Because I've only known you for a couple months, and we've hung out a couple times, and like social media send you all these,
1: yeah,
0: these little stuff through DM. But um, yeah, it's just cool to watch to see what you walk through and how you carry yourself because honestly like you turned out freaking amazing and thank god but it could have you know you could have carried it a different way and been a totally different person very true yeah
1: i'm so thankful that god brought me to where i'm at now and thankful for meeting you and i think it's amazing what you're doing and i'm excited to see how it goes too so
0: okay well thank you and i hope you girls loved this podcast with Susie. make sure you go follow her on instagram um, her instagram name will be popped up on one of our stories but if you are out there and you have walked through the foster care system or you know any girls who would like to share their story on her make sure you dm us and we would love to have you on the show and just kind of like hear your story also if you have any inputs or encouraging things to say um that could help us out that would be super helpful D- send us a dm Susie, thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. And um, stay tuned for next podcast. Bye.